Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. There we go. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so we're live, and uh, so thanks so much for coming on to the uh, podcast. Sorry about that. I was uh, yelling and screaming at someone who <laughs> was trying to tell me how to do something that I already know how to do, and I told them I know what I'm yeah. doing, and they didn't yeah. accept it. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're live right now, and um, and so we're gonna, today... Um, we were trying experimenting with this live um, webinar format. It's going to be a series. But um, so for all the audience out there, let's thank Ahmed Sarefi. He's the founder and CEO of Building Better. And he's going to talk all about real estate, real estate investing, his journey. It's going to be a fantastic episode. And um, so tell, yeah, tell the audience about who you are, your story, and we'll get right into it. All right. Well, thanks, Chris. Uh, I am a, geez, I'd say about 22-year, 23-year veteran of real estate now. Uh, I've been doing this pretty much my whole life, my whole career. I started straight out of college as a commercial real estate broker for the largest firm in the country. Uh, did that for a number of years, investing, developing, representing buyers, sellers, developers, tenants, things like that. And then along the way, investing and developing along the side went from commercial broker into construction management for a large construction firm. We're managing large projects, uh, some very large projects, up to $150 million as part of, part of those construction teams, those management teams, you know, continually investing and developing along the side. And then finally have come full circle to no longer either representing uh, other people or other companies, but now doing it 100% for myself and the family office that we have now. So, and that is straight 100% investment and development work here on the west coast yeah what a fa fascinating story and uh, you know for all the audience out there who joined um ahmed strife he's the principal of andalusian development company he oversees all aspects of acquisition disposition and development processes
for the company and he's highly involved in commercial assets, primarily in multifamily and retail. So he's a he's a really experienced in real estate investing developer. And um, so today's talk is all about that. Uh, be sure to you know follow Ahmed on his socials as well. And um, like I said, I love this live format. So one thing he's talking about is um, talking about this better life because you know all of us were here to give value. And so talk about building a better life through real estate investing and your what you what you've learned. Uh, you know, you're a physician. You know, this, the last four <laughs> years have been really difficult. You know, the pandemic and COVID has set everyone on a or most people on a path that aren't exactly healthy. We got comfortable staying home. We got comfortable sitting on the couch. We got comfortable not going to the gym because the gym wasn't open. We got comfortable because we couldn't be around people. So we just, we become more sedentary, you know, we didn't move. And I saw how that affected my business and other people's business at the same time. So, you know, I'm like, if I'm going to be an, an effective real estate investor and an effective real estate developer and steward this company in the right direction, I need to be the best that I can be. I need to be in the best health that I can be to make the right decisions. I need to be the best health I can be to get out and move and go handle business. I need the best to be in the best health I can be so I can have those, uh, you know, emotional intelligence that I need to be able to, to conduct business with people and to communicate with people. And so it just kind of evolved into not only building better projects and real estate investments and development, but also building a better lifestyle in order to facilitate a better business. Yeah. And one thing is, um, you know, for the audience, um, you know, a lot of people think, you know, freedom is, you know, having a high income, you know, as part of it, but there's also different components of freedom. So, you know, in your sense of the definition, what are the components of freedom? How do you break it down? And it sounds like <clears throat> you focus on different aspects of those freedoms that yeah. you're talking about. You know, a lot of people talk about freedom from having to work right i want to be financially free i want to be financially independent i want the mailbox money which is definitely the destination right but it also comes to a point where hey i want to be free to uh move around and do what i want to do i want to be free to have the ability to to go out and and live life in a certain way versus being you know you're stuck at home because your mental health your physical health your emotional health is not where it should be right so having those freedoms stems from having the the correct type of health emotional physical mental and then you're able to go and like i said conduct business and conduct those transactions and then you'll be able to create that financial freedom which will yeah. go hand in hand because you could have all the money in the world but if you're sad depressed unhealthy fat obese and sick and sitting on the couch all the money in the world is not going to make make a difference right so you got to have that emotional that mental that physical health that will go hand in hand along with your financial health or your financial freedoms yeah yeah i love that and uh like you know we're like you know money is good for here like you can use it but you know after you pass and move on it's really you can't take it with you yeah one thing is uh talking about is um especially for performers, high achievers. I'm talking to entrepreneurs most these days, but um, this idea of routines and habits. So talk about, you know, your routines and habits, what time of day you get your best work done, all of that. Well, uh, 
unfortunately, I am a I am not effective early in the morning like I would like to be, or like most people are. Like, oh, they wake up at five or six a.m. They hit the gym, they do the cold plunge, <laughs> they read a hundred pages, and by eight a.m. their day is done. Right? That is not me. By eight a.m. I'm barely getting my coffee. I am super effective in the afternoon and early evenings. Like, I wish more people were in were had office hours of those those times because I am extremely effective. I am moving, moving, moving. By the time it's seven or eight o'clock, I'm just jamming. But it's like, oh, everyone's home, everyone's with their family, everyone's done. So I'm trying my best to to create a routine where I'm waking up earlier, getting more done. So I am forcing that now. So now I'm forcing myself to wake up a little bit earlier by going to bed earlier, right? Trying to do something that, you know, bores me to tears so I can fall asleep, right? So by that, I wake up earlier. By waking up earlier, I then start scheduling important tasks in my phone, in my schedule to go to. Like this morning, I woke up early, had to go to the passport office, had to go to the gas station, had to do these things that were scheduled. And by 9 a.m., I had three or four important things done that would have dragged me way out into the afternoon. So I'm forcing myself and scheduling those heavy tasks early in the morning and by getting those done i have a really really clear day of getting a lot of other things done and out of the way but i'm just forcing myself to do the heavy task early on yeah i love that and a really good book um recently is this uh, book by tony schwartz where he's talking about managing attention and energy and like in the beginning of the day when you're fresh tackling those important tasks where all that mental energy is available and then Towards the end of the day, you can start, you know, answering emails, you know, social media, sure. um, all of that. The other question is, um, what's the most important lesson you've learned over your career as an entrepreneur? Um, I've, I've, I love hearing lessons and for the audience, just listening. You know, that would be a big thing that I speak about and I try to educate other people on a lot, which is uh, understanding and realizing your limiting belief mindset right? We all have it. A lot of us don't even know we have it. Right? So for many years, I've gone through life and in my career, making money for people, growing their companies, growing their influence, growing their, their bottom line, and just consistently doing this for other people. And I did that for most of my life because I felt like, oh, I needed to do this for other people because I'm a good team player. I'm a good support system. I have the skills and, and knowledge to to be valuable to someone. But I never really took a step back and looked at it myself and say, hey, do you need them or do they need you? And finally, one day, I was able to step outside of my body, look at myself from a third person and say, wow, you did this, 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 and this. You didn't need any of those people for that, but they received all of the income, all of the profits, all of the glory, all the accolades, all the recognition, and all the, all the success out of it. But it was 100% because of you. And so it wasn't until that point that I realized, wow, I don't necessarily need other people to do this. I can start doing this on my own now, right? But it wasn't until I stepped out of myself, looked at myself from a third person and said, you have the education, the success, the experience, the connections, the mindset, the resources to do it on your own. Why do you need someone else to do it, to do it for someone else now? Now it's your turn to start doing it for yourself and for your family and for your, your business. So that's kind of where that happened. And that was a huge mindset because if it wasn't for that, I would still be doing this for someone else. Mm. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, and for you know, for all the audience who are tuning in, just join um, Ahmed. He's um, he's an entrepreneur that is success through real estate, and then we're talking about different um, mindsets, different habits, routine. You know, please subscribe to Ahmed's Instagram channel as as well as follow us. We're building out this new format, and um, so the other question is um, mentorship is really important these days so who's who's been your most important me professional mentor either in person mastermind books um for all the audience listening you know the one that really kind of kicked it off for me and exposed me to an, a whole world of not only mentors and and coaches but other people entrepreneurs and and professionals and whoever it may be that are looking to level up themselves right so the group is all about you know the relationships and the connections so the first one i ever joined was uh, a group called arte it's led by ed Milet and andy frisella if you're familiar with ed Milet and andy frisella uh and it really is just more of a community you know they definitely teach you mindset and and business practices and personal practices but it's really about surrounding yourself in a community of other people who are looking to also do the same thing, which is level up their personal relationships or professional relationships, their careers, their tracks of success and things like that. So once I was around other people and I started saying, hey, this guy's in this group and she's in that uh, community and this person is excelling because they are surrounded by those people. That started opening up my mind to all the other opportunities in terms of masterminds and communities and groups and coaching and and, and things of that line. So it definitely started with Arte and it has uh, gone from there from Arte. Then I've got into Avengers. I was uh, led by Dan Fleischman and Joel Marion. And then I am now in the boardroom uh, led by Ken Clothier, who's uh, not only a, a good friend, but he's also my personal coach. So um, I'm continually to find more and more opportunities to grow and to increase my knowledge and my skill sets and my relationships through that. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about this idea of masterminds versus one-on-one um, -on -one coaching. But, um, you know, one thing I've talked about, <clears throat> most people I've talked to really successful entrepreneurs is they have coaches, even Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, all of these big people, they still have coaches, mindset, training, nutrition. So there's this question is, um, Napoleon Hill talks about the mastermind principle, plugging yourself in. Which, what's more important to you? Is it the mastermind or is it the personal coach or, you know, tell us more. You know, I, they're both really valuable, right? But I think the first and foremost would be the mastermind because the mastermind exposes you to other people who are on the same path as you are you know what i mean so so there is a, a wealth of knowledge and experience and relationships and friendships and and associations there automatically and you know everyone's going in the same direction right so that mastermind and those relationships and the people you meet will now expose you to so much information and guidance and experience and relationships that is a great start when you really start getting your narrow focus and you start knowing exactly where you're going and what you want to build and what company and how to grow it and scale it then you can go and get that personal coach to help you fine-tune and tweak that growth and that success so the masterminds are definitely very important uh i suggest people join those to get started 
And once they really have a clear view of where they're going and what they want to do, then they get the coach to start fine-tuning and sharpening that, that knife and that tip of the spear to keep going forward. Yeah, I really love that. And as we kind of, we, we have about, you know, five minutes left, but um, this idea of, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a movie buff and um, I really, you know, kind of use it for inspiration, but what are three movies you recommend to the audience um, and why? You know, I'm a big John Wick fan. You know, I'm a, dog, I'm a dog guy. I'm a, you know, Second Amendment guy. I am a guy who is extremely loyal to those who are who are in my circle, right? So the reason why I like that is because, not because of the action and what he can do. It's kind of the principle behind it. Like, hey, this is my wife. This is my home. This is my family. These are my friends. These are the people who are in my circle. I will protect them with my life. I will go to the ends of the earth to support them to grow them to help them and to be there for them so it kind of translates into the rest of my life in the business as well is that's a that's a big a big thing for me so definitely john wick fan you know i haven't seen him before yet i've been kind of you know teasing myself saying uh, you know one of these nights i'm gonna have a nice nice <laughs> nice night on the couch and watch the movie with my dog but that's that's huge for me though yeah how about, how about books? I'm, I'm sure about books, podcasts, YouTube channels. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, business biographies. I love reading about people's biographies. I've written, uh, written, excuse me, I've read about three books on Richard Branson and Steve Wynn and the gentleman who started uh, JetBlue, David Nealman, and, you know, things along that. So it's like even uh, Jack Welch and GE, you know, I love reading about these these visionaries and these really, really amazing, you know, stewards of business and how they started, how they grew the business, why they did it, and how it's still going to this day. You know, Jack Welch is, you know, he's famous for saying, I don't know everything, but I know who to hire, right? That's That stuck with me. It really, really stuck with me. You know what I mean? And then you see, uh, read the books by, you know, Richard Branson and David Nealman, who started Virgin and JetBlue. They, they are just disruptors to an industry you know the the aviation and airline industry is a good old boys club but these guys came in disrupted the industry found a need in that industry plugged it and they are massively successful at it so meaning you think the door is closed but there's really pain points that you can go in there and satisfy and create a business out of, out of. yeah yeah awesome I really enjoyed this conversation. I really love this live format where people that was good. real time. Um, so how can people contact you, follow you? Uh, of course, this will be uh, rebroadcast. Um, so tell us more. Yeah, the best way is really through Instagram because I'm really active on Instagram. So you can find me at Ahmed Builds Better or my website, which is Ahmed. But Instagram would be the easiest. Instagram, yeah. And for all the audience out there, thanks so much for staying for the end. It will be re posted rebroadcast across YouTube as well as the podcast so stay tuned for that be sure to follow Ahmed on his Instagram be sure to tune in for more weekly lives and with that thanks so much for coming on to the podcast I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful inspirational motivational piece again if you wherever you are listening if you liked it be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, 
iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.